We open with prayer, words of Psalm 19. May the words of our mouths and the thoughts of our hearts ever be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So I'm going to ask you, how are you doing? Fine. I'm good. Never better. After all, look at my Facebook page. Look at my Snapchat. I'm always having fun, doing fun things with my friends. Everything's good. Maybe that does describe you. Maybe that describes your whole life. And if so, that's great. But for many of us, fine is just something we say. After all, when someone asks us, you know, how are you doing? They're not wanting an entire hour-long discussion of your entire life. It's just something we say. Our correct response is fine, good. Whether things are fine or good or not. For many of us, the smiles we share, the posts we put on our social media page, they're a display. They're something we put on for the rest of the world. For many of us, we have issues we're dealing with, but we'll deal with those ourselves. We'll deal with those alone. A number of years ago, I got a call from a close friend. Now, she had called me a few weeks earlier with the exciting news that she and her husband were expecting a baby. This was a very happy call. Now, this second phone call from her was not as happy. She was calling to let us know that she had had a miscarriage, that she had lost that unborn baby. She had been to the doctor. She was just letting us know, dealing with it very clinically. The doctor had said she wasn't in any, any danger, but she was just letting us know, keeping us in the loop. I still recall the first words I said to her were, this is not your fault. All of a sudden, she broke down sobbing on the phone. She'd been dealing with it in a very clinical and detached way. Okay, this happened, now I move on. The doctor had told her she wasn't in any physical danger, so she was fine, she moved on. But inside, she had been feeling tremendous guilt, thinking that somehow she had done something to cause this. And I just sat there on the phone not knowing what to say or what to do, but all I kept saying was, this is not your fault, this is part of God's plan. This was a very sobering experience and taught me a few things that I'd like to share with you today. And the first thing is, we need each other. Now this is not news. This is something psychologists have been telling us for years. In the last year and a half, there have been study, there's been study after study telling us how much of an emotional and mental toll isolation takes on people. Depression and suicide rates are through the roof. This is nothing new. But as Christians, we know, we've known this for far longer. God recognized this thousands of years ago. At creation, 
Every day, God said, it is good, it is good, it is good. And in all that perfect creation, there was only one thing that was not good. God said in Genesis 2.18, the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. Even in that perfect world, the only imperfection was that man was alone. That was not good. We are not created to be alone. We're not designed to deal with problems all by ourselves. God created us as social creatures. We need that interaction. God created us to share. Paul told the Roman Christians, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. And then in Galatians 6, he said, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. You were not made to be alone. The second thing I realized from this experience with my friend is not only were you not made to, you were not made to be alone, but also you are not alone. When you open up and share things, you find that we have more in common than you realize. Since then, I've talked to a number of people about miscarriages and I found out a lot more about it. And it's much more common than you think. It's estimated that in this year alone, over 200,000 women in the United States will experience miscarriages. And I've had a number of friends who have gone through this. When we share our burdens, you find out that your burdens are not unique that other people share these burdens. These emotional problems, these are things we have in common, but even more important and more valuable to us here is the fact that we have our spiritual problems in common. We face temptations all around us, every day. We face temptations to be selfish, we face temptations to ignore people who are not in our friend group. We face temptations to lust after someone of the opposite sex. We face temptations to speak bad about someone or maybe not speak up when someone else is. We all face these temptations. We all fall short and we all sin. But thank God we have a savior who did not fall short, who did not sin. We have a Savior who faced those t same temptations each and every day of his life. And as we read in Hebrews 4, we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. He was tempted. He was lonely. But he overcame. He is that ultimate friend you can go to. The one who's been through it all. He's seen it all. He has all those things in his history. And he is there for you. He is there for you all the way to death. And he showed that by dying in your place. By taking all those shortcomings of yours and taking them on himself and dying on that cross for you. 
we have this common bond. That common Savior who died for us all. You are not alone. You have each other. God tells us over and over in his word, I will never leave you nor forsake you. God is with you. It's in the very name of our school. God with us. Emmanuel. Jesus assured us in Matthew 28, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. So how are you doing? If I run into you and I ask you that question, it's okay if you just say fine. It's okay to just make conversation. But remember, you were not created to be alone. You were not created to bear your burdens alone. God created us to share. And also remember, you are not alone. You have a Savior who has been through it all, seen it all, faced all your troubles, and is with you each and every step of the way. And not only are you not alone, you also have each other. And so as Paul says to the Galatians, bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Amen. We'll sing of this in hymn 649. Hymn 649, we'll do verses 1, 2, 3, and 5. Hymn 649, verses 1, 2, 3, and 5.